0: By the grace of God, Amen. we thank the Father for the Holy Spirit. Again, we thank him for the marvelous presence, his presence in the worship. Jesus. That when you worship God, uh, he makes one condition. Amen. That's you worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. And you never have to question or wonder, is God with me? If you worship him in spirit and in truth, beloved, he is with you. It's not according to feelings. It's according to the truth of his word. And if you seek his face, he will be found of you. And even while you are worshiping, he is doing things in the unseen realm. He is doing things that you can't even see. You might not see for a while. He is adjusting and making arrangements for you. Internally and externally, he's bringing things into alignment for you as you are worshiping him, as you are seeking his face, as you are surrendering to him. As we've been studying what it is to totally surrender to God, Mm -hmm. to give up on the idea of self, to stop trying to fix it on your own, to stop trying to figure it out and work out a different way. Just give up. And let the God who created it all, let him tell you how it's supposed to be. Let him craft your life into the marvelous thing that he's already seen it to be before you were even born. He saw it as a marvelous finished work. And the day that you give in, the day that you stop struggling, the day that you stop trying to make it another way. And let God have his way. Let him make you what he wants you to be.
1: Hallelujah. Mm.
0: You have no fear in God. You have no fear in God. Mm. Let me say it again. You have no fear in God. Amen. Many people right now, at this hour, are cowering, terrorized with fear.
1: Mm.
0: Some are afraid of tomorrow. Mm. Some are are afraid of the future. They don't know Mm. what they're going to do. Some are looking on the internet at their bank accounts and they're terrorized. Some are thinking, well, if the worst happens, what can I do? What can I sell? Where can I go? So many people living in terror and fear. The Bible says that perfect love casts out fear. Amen. And in the presence of God, there is no fear. You need not be afraid. You need not worry. Some students are worried about their grades and worried Mm -hmm. about can I get into this school and can I. All the little things, Mm. distractions from the one great God. Amen. Who deserves all of your attention? Yes. He does. Yes. Whether you give it to him or not, he does. Yes. He deserves all of your attention. Yes. All that you can muster in the way of attention. God deserves it. Yes, God. There's not a woman, there's not a man, there's not a boy, a girl, a business, a job, a company. Nothing, nothing. compares yes. to him.
1: Hallelujah.
0: He deserves it all. So God wants to take us from one place to another place in himself. Yes. We've been looking at his word again and again mm-hmm. and again, looking at total surrender, mm-hmm. looking at what happens after the surrender point, mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit began to remind us that when you are really sincere about serving the Lord, you will take every step to prepare yourself to yield to God.
1: Hallelujah.
0: And the Bible tells us something very strong and very, very direct in Ephesians chapter 6. And we've read it, and if you've been around, those listening with the podcast later, been around churches, you've probably heard messages. I mean, you can go online and hear thousands of messages on this subject. I thank God for every one of those messages and teachings that the Holy Spirit has brought out over the years. And I thank God for the Holy Spirit for what he is doing in our midst in bringing us into this lesson again today. Mm. Ephesians chapter 6, beginning in verse 11, tells us, Put on the whole armor of God, Mm. that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh To stand. So the message of the Holy Spirit today is just that. The armor of God. We may not get to the conclusion in one session. As before I said I'm not worried about time. I'm concerned about following the Holy Spirit. And I would rather follow him than to try and move on my own steam. The first thing we have to be aware of when we consider this area of putting on the whole armor of God is that, beloved, we are fighting in a fight that's already won. Now, it sounds curious because most people go to war, they go to war based on the supposition that we will conquer, we will win, we will overcome something that we don't have yet. In our case as believers in Christ, you have to understand that the the fight in which we are partaking is already won. Amen. Keep calm, for Christ has won. That's past tense. He's already won the battle. Mm -hmm. So we will have to examine how is it that you fight a fight that's already won. How do you do that? Why do I need armor in a situation where I am declared the victor already? Well, a wise person would ask that question.
1: Mm.
0: Why does the Bible tell me to put on armor if the battle is already won? Mm. Hebrews chapter two, verse 14. For as much then, as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself, this is Jesus, likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. Now let that sink for a minute for you. That in order to win in a strategic area, Jesus Christ had to come into that area on like terms. In other words, he could not stand in heaven outside of earth where man was being captured by Satan. He came into the realm to win it on those terms. Flesh overcoming the demonic realm. How? Through his own blood. Through sinlessness. How did the devil get this power over death, you may ask? Well, he got it through sin. By inducing, tricking Adam to fall, he induced him to commit sin. And so through the agency of sin, death entered into the world. There was no death before the fall of of man. There was no spiritual death before the fall of man. But by the agency of trickery, the devil deceived them, you know the story, Adam and Eve, to eat of the forbidden fruit, basically to disobey God. Therefore, sin entered in. And when sin came in, death came in. Is like following somebody into a door. The first person opens the door, the second person follows right through. Well, sin opened the door and death rushed through. And he who had orchestrated the deception, the devil was holding the keys until Jesus came. And as you can see clearly, that Jesus, through giving his own pure Unadulterated, uncorrupted DNA, his blood for us, bought back, purchased back man from death, taking away the power that the devil held over every human being when he did so. Luke 10:18 tells us, as we are now the recipients of the victory of Christ, and he said unto them. I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Mm. Are you seeing this? Over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. If you continue to read there. Verse 20, notwithstanding, in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Mm -hmm. So when you understand what Jesus defeated, the devil once and for all. Mm -hmm. Even though he had the power of death, holding men in fear of death, by giving his own blood. The body created for him, he sacrificed on Calvary, thereby taking the power of death from Satan. Mm -hmm. After having done that, resurrected in glory and power, he then hands to us, the church, Mm -hmm. the power to tread on the very same demons, and they will not have the power to hurt us. You have to let it sink into your your consciousness because when he went to the cross Jesus Mm -hmm. and defeated Satan making him an open show Mm
1: -hmm.
0: the forces of darkness had to relinquish their hold on man Mm -hmm. so now any man claiming and receiving and believing Jesus Christ must be immediately released They have no power to hold anyone who gives themselves to Jesus, which is why we preach the gospel of Christ to people and not the gospel of things, not the gospel of ideas, not the gospel of prosperity, but the gospel of Jesus Christ. Therefore, men and women can be set free. As soon as they give their heart to the Lord, they belong to Christ and the devil has to let them go. Understanding that, we see that the investment of Christ's power in us is that now you can live victorious.
1: Hallelujah.
0: If I sent you out into the the, the wilderness areas of Australia or, or into the jungles of Brazil, and I tell you just to walk with your bare feet through the undergrowth, it would not be long before a snake would bite you or something of that nature. But if I gave you insulated, thick leather boots with steel toes and shanks up to your thighs and told you to take a walk through there, you would have confidence that if I come across a snake, I can stomp its head. I can walk on it and keep on going and not be afraid. This is what Jesus has done. I'm giving you power to tread on serpents and scorpions. I'm giving you my name that has already defeated Satan. I'm giving you my power as a body, as the body of Christ. We have been given the power now to crush the head of the enemy. So you must understand before the language of the armament begins, you are fighting a battle that's already been won. If you looked at it in other terms, you would understand you're maintaining the victory that Christ has won by exercising it daily.
1: Mm.
0: In many countries in history, unfortunately, persons of color were not allowed to vote. Mm. There was a time when women were not allowed to vote. Mm. And over a process of years and tears and blood and riots and murders and all of these things, the rights of minorities to be able to cast a ballot to vote, the right for women to vote has been granted. Now you can approach the ballot box having that history behind you. Well, so what do you do? You maintain that privilege by exercising your right to vote. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So the same victory that Jesus has fought and won and given his blood for us to be able to say, now, devil, you have no dominion over me. You have no authority over me. He is saying, maintain what I have given you. And every serpent you come to, step on it. Amen. <clears throat>
1: Excuse
0: me. Every serpent you encounter crush its head. Why? I have given you the power to do it. And you should be doing it without fear. The domain that the enemy held over men, his power to enslave them, has been destroyed. Jesus Christ, in one fell swoop of his own blood, judged the enemy. Literally, the saying is, overthrew him. Cast him out, expelled him, mm-hmm. took it away what he had lied to get from Adam and Eve, Jesus Christ, took back with his own blood. John 16:11 says, "Of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged, Amen. is judged. He has already been judged. Yes. As I was meditating this morning, I saw it so clearly that there is no reprieve. For the devil. There, there is no negotiation about his sentence. There is no, well, let's, let's have uh, an appeal. There is no appeal. No. He has been defeated and cast out. That's it. His next stop is eternal damnation. That is his next stop. There is, there is no sympathy for the devil. There is no, well, let's give him a pardon, see if he's changed his way. He can't. Yeah. He is the evil that will never repent. Never change. Mm. That's why the murders that you see, the rapes that you see, the pedophilia that you see, the slavery of other human beings that you see, these are all signs and actions of his character. Jesus said the thief comes not but for to steal, kill, and destroy. That's all he has. That's all he knows. That's all he does. Mm. There is no changing of his mind. Don't be foolish. Some have been saying, well, if I leave him alone, he'll leave me alone. That's a lie from hell. He has been judged by Jesus Christ. His fate is sealed. And every, listen well, every person who has sided with the devil is going to the same damnation that he is going to. We spoke this morning about people being unredeemable. Yes, there are some, but only God knows who they are because he has seen their heart that they will never change. They will never repent. They will never turn around. I thank God that I can't see that information. I am, I'm glad. Amen. My life will be ruined if I can look at someone and say, wow,
1: Goodness.
0: you're going to hell. I don't, want to, I don't want to know that. All I know is if you reject Jesus Christ, As your Lord as your Savior but Bible says he is the only way to God therefore you are lost that's why I preach Christ and I preach Christ and I preach Christ and I preach Christ over and over and over it's Jesus it is Jesus it is Jesus it is Jesus Jesus. and I don't care what law they pass and say it's hate speech if you tell a Muslim if you tell an atheist that they're going to hell I will tell you what the Bible has already said Jesus is the only way to God. There is only one mediator between God and man. His name is Jesus Christ. He is the only door you can go through to get to God. So this is the statement. The battle is won. We are to enforce what has been given. 1 John 3.8 says, He that committed sin is of the devil. That means a habitual, practicing, Sin lifestyle proves a person is of the devil. No person practicing living in sin can claim that they are not of the devil. Your life gives you away. I didn't say make a mistake. I didn't say sin sometimes. First John 1 9 tells us if we sin, we repent. We're talking about Christians. But those who are living the sin life belong to the devil. Stop trying to sanctify sinners. Many of you listening are trying to clean the pig and put a pink bowl around its neck and pretend that it's a pony. No, it's a pig. And when you finish cleaning it and, and saturating it, trying to make it appear clean, it will go out of your presence, go back to the ditch. And wallow in the mud Amen. because it is a pig.
1: Amen.
0: Its nature is the nature of a pig. It likes rooting in mud because that's what pigs do. Yes. So washing it, cleansing it, putting a pink bowl around it, you can even put a saddle on it and call it a pony. It's not a pony, it's a pig. If a person is a sinner who practices sin, they are a Sinner. Doesn't matter how nice they are. Doesn't matter how many charities they uh, uh, run for. They can run 50,000 miles, kilometers, whatever, or for charity. They can raise money, send balloons, help feed starving children in Africa. If you have not met Jesus Christ, you are a sinner, and you need to repent of your sins. I know that's not popular. Mm-hmm. can't even count. as the last time I even heard it said. It's a shame, really. Amen. Whoever commits sin is of the devil. Why? For the devil sinned from the beginning. Mm. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. There it is, folks. Mm. Jesus came into being because we as a species were already done, we were finished. He who had the power of death had the clamp hole on us, and we were lost. There was no one who could save themselves. Only Jesus, manifesting in the flesh, stepping down into the earth, said, No, I will redeem them. I will buy them back to my Father. I will pull them back. I will make a way for them to get out. And because he did that, he destroyed the works of the devil. He destroyed the one who had the power of death. Mm -hmm. He broke the stranglehold that the enemy had on humanity. Mm -hmm. So understand, before we delve into the armor of God, this battle is won. And you are called in as a occupier. If you want to use military terms, they would say you are an occupying force. So who are they? After a particular country or side wins a war, they then set up camps in the country they have just invaded or won. Then they bring in their occupying forces and they fill up the land. They say, we are the occupiers. Why? Because we have won the battle. We have a right to take whatever we want. That's in military terms. But if you understand the analogy, you will see that Jesus Christ has given his victory to his body, to the church. Now he's saying, Occupy, fill up the ranks that I have left to you, walk in my victory, walk in my victory, walk in my victory. No Christian has any business walking in the previous life. Once you've come through the blood, you have no business, no right dipping back. It happens. Yes, it happens. I've seen it happen. I've had times in my own life where I felt like I was going backwards instead of forward. But the seed that is in you is an excellent seed. The seed that is in you is beyond corruption. The seed that is in you, the word of God, the spirit of God cannot die, cannot be polluted, cannot be corrupted. So even if you fall, he will raise you back up because you have been redeemed by the blood of the lamb. So as I am yielding to God, submitting to him, coming to the total surrender point, I understand this battle is won. Now, what do you want me to do? to occupy the place that you have won. Before the armor is applied, look at the pre-armor check. Look at what is necessary internally, mentally, Mm -hmm. emotionally, spiritually. Before I begin this conversation about putting on the armor and discussing the pieces, there are things, in addition to the understanding that the battle is already won, I need to look at what God Wants my heart to be thinking. Okay. Colossians 2.15. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Mm-hmm. What do we first read in Ephesians chapter 6? Where did it say our warfare? When we were not wrestling with flesh and blood, but where? Principalities and powers. Mm-hmm. And what are we reading now? Jesus has already spoiled it. So even the ones we are engaging with in the wrestling, even they are defeated already.
1: Mm -hmm. Made
0: an open show of them, showed his triumph. Colossians 3, 1. If ye, I love the first word. It might be the most important word of the sentence. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Amen. That sentence is worthy of being reread. If ye then be risen with Christ, if you have had a born again experience, if you have been washed in the blood of the Lamb, if you know you have given your heart to God, the only place you should be looking is up. Amen. You shouldn't be looking down. And you shouldn't be looking back. Mm -hmm. You should be looking up to God, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Verse 2 tells you what to do next. Set your affections. Mm. Hello? Set your affection, your desire, your love on your understanding, on things above, not on things on the earth. You would think that's not even the Bible. If you look at the way people live who call themselves Christians, you would think this is not even the Bible. So many people, their affection is right on this planet. Their every desire is right here on this planet. Everything they talk about, you can talk to them for two hours. They may give Jesus ten minutes. The rest of the time is how to get money, how to make money, how to prosper, how to overcome
1: Mm.
0: Have you read your Bible recently? It actually says, set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead. Oh, no one likes that line. Can you please take that out of the Bible? For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. That means that what you are experiencing now in the earth is not your true life if you can read and you acknowledge that what you're reading is true, ye are dead. Mm. You're dead to this world. You are dead to the world system. Mm. Your life, what you're calling life, is not life. That's existence. You're getting up every day, going to one, two, three jobs, going to school, going to sporting, playing football, playing basketball, on the computer, that's not life. that's existing in this Earth sphere. That's existing in this Earth spare. Mm-hmm. That is not life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Your life is hid with Christ in God. Amen. Oh, this is a tough one, Lord. Help us, Holy Spirit. You're trying to change my way of living, preacher. Yes. You're trying to change my way of thinking, pastor. Yes. You're trying to change my goals. Yes. (laughs) You're spending 100% of your time investing in this dying planet. Mm. And you're too stubborn to understand. It is dead. You see, God gave Adam what he needed to sustain himself in the garden, Mm. later when Eve was brought into the picture, everything they needed for their body
1: Mm.
0: was in the garden. What is that saying? The provision for this earth suit is is given by God. It's simple. He's not wicked. He's not going to create creatures that he can't sustain. We've said this before. I can hear myself in the past saying it. So the provision, it should be the simple. That should not be your pursuit. If, if the provision of this world is your pursuit, you are out of order. You are deceived by the deceiver the same way Eve was deceived, on the same level she was deceived. Your life is hidden with Christ inside of God. Mm. If I said to you, beloved, imagine living in the presence of God forever. Mm-hmm. No school, no television, no internet. Mm-hmm. Most people shake me in their boots already. Oh my god. <laughs> no, no mobile phones.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Many persons, their mind is so carnal, they can't even imagine that let alone experience. They, they can't even imagine. They think it would be like being on an awkward date with Larry. <laughs> and they don't know what to say to Larry because Larry's looking funny through his four-inch thick bifocal glasses. And he's scratching at weird times. And They think God is it, like that. That here we are, me and God, sitting quietly by the pool of reflection What do we talk about? What was he thinking? That's the mind of so many people. Mm-hmm. They think it's like that. that it's, it's like being on a weird date with Larry, and that I don't know what to say, and I don't know what to do. Uh, should I order? Should he order? Uh, uh, no. You find one Christian who has cultivated their worship life. <laughs> They will tell you what it's like being in the presence of God. They will tell you what it's like sitting with him. They'll tell you what it's like walking with him, talking with the father, sharing that loving embrace. They will tell you it is beyond any human comprehension. There is nothing to compare to the presence of God. And those who worship him in spirit and in truth can hardly wait to be with him forever. But those who have not known him that way, they're itching and scratching because they don't know what to do. They don't know how to act. They don't know how to feel about it. If you ask a Christian, I dare you, go ask a Christian, how do you feel about eternity? Watch the expression that comes on their face first. Watch the look on their eyes first. Then, then, then what? Time the gap between their reaction and their answer. Just, just time it.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> and you, you, you'll be shocked. At, you don't think about heaven much, do you? You can say that to them. <laughs> you can say it. You, you, you don't. You don't think about eternal life much, do you?
1: Mm.
0: They will show you that what you're saying is go to some mega church where everything is what I'm getting next. And go to the podium, Well, first of all, they would let you. But if you somehow could fight your way through and get up there, ask the question, how often do you think about eternity with God? That noise you hear is security coming for you. The other noise you hear is deathly silence because what you're talking about is offensive. How dare you try to cheat me from getting more stuff on a dying planet. Set your love. That's affection, beloved. Set your love on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is here with Christ in God those who are listening to the podcast, if that offends you, there's a reason why.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: If that upsets you, there is a reason why. If this sounds foreign to you, there's a reason why. You are disconnected from Scripture. That's why it sounds so bizarre. How dare a preacher be talking about we're dead and our life is in Christ. Mm-hmm. And I can't have my stuff. You're disconnected from the passage. Revelations 12, 11. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. Now listen, these are, the, these are the saints of God. And this is the explanation of how the saints of God got out of here, out of this world. It says that they overcame him. That's the devil. They overcame the devil by what? By the blood of the lamb. And by the word of their testimony, they testified that they believed on Jesus Christ and received him as their Lord and Savior. That's their testimony. And they what? They loved not their lives unto death. Mm -hmm. That's another one you probably would be stunned to understand. Many people didn't even know that's in the Bible. Mm -hmm. What do you mean, don't love my life unto death? This thing you call in life is hid in Christ. It's not life, beloved. Your your true life is hidden in Christ, in God. Mm. You're dead to this world. When you are born again, you are dead to this world, the world system.
1: Mm.
0: And the only way you're getting out of here is through the blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ, through the word of your testimony by confessing with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, believing in your heart, you are saved and not loving. We should not come to collect you on the day of rapture and your fingernails are clawing <laughs> into the earth and we're pulling you from the earth's surface and you're grabbing and holding trying to hold on to something. Go! Go! No, go! to Go! Oh, and he lifts up one leg and pulls you out of the, It shouldn't be like that. If Jesus comes for you in the night, hey yeah, man, you shouldn't have your arm wrapped around the bedpost. A change the wall say I hope the Lord doesn't come tonight because I got a big game tomorrow (laughs) oh father we laugh because it's funny because it's ridiculous to see people living this way but if we were transported back not just in in past time Mm. literally come out of this western civilization and go into a communist country Mm. go into some parts of, of India Bangladesh,
1: mm-hmm. where
0: the Christians are the minority, yes. and then they are being slaughtered on the street and killed yes. for their profession. Yes. You would see there's nothing. I, I heard someone say they hoped that Jesus wouldn't come, and I wanted to I wanted to become physically angry with them because I wanted to say, do you know how many people are dying? in the name of Jesus around the planet and you want this to continue so you can get another jet? Yes, yes,
1: yes.
0: Father, help me. Because you're not in contact with persecution, you think, have, live your best life now. How dare you? There's a book by an that you know, Living Your Best Life Now. Take that to Calcutta and tell them. Take that to Burundi and tell them. Take it where Christians, take it to to China, take it to South Korea, North Korea,
1: Mm.
0: Russia. Mm. Yes, I said it, I'll say it again. Mm. Take it to those places where atheism, take it to Europe. Mm. Europe has been declared a secular society. The whole European Union is secular. You go shouting Jesus somewhere, they'll cart you away. Go to Sweden and tell them you don't believe that that a man should marry a man and a woman should marry a woman. They will put you in jail. So you're staying in a place where you have things to your benefit and you're saying the rest of the world can die and go to hell because you have your 100K job? God will come for you. I'm telling you, God will come for you. And then you will know he's real, and that your life is hidden in Christ if you have not forfeited it. They love not their lives unto death. Christ died that all may have access to eternal life. But unless we enter into total submission to God, we cannot experience his total victory in this lifetime. You won't you won't see it. It's only when you have come in, been broken. And yielded to God. I wanted to go further. But by the, the grace of God, this is the foundation on which we will have the discussion about the armor of God. This is a perfect stopping point that if you receive in your heart this pre armor, Understanding. If you receive in your heart that the battle is already won, if you know with a confidence that what you are doing and what you are dealing with, Christ has settled. And from here, you can begin to understand now I can see why I can or how I can put on the whole armor of God because my thoughts are correct concerning heaven. I realize I am a heavenly citizen. My life is hidden with God. I realize that Jesus Christ has defeated the enemy and given me as a part of the body of Christ the power to tread on serpents and scorpions. Mm. That there is nothing I am doing, listen well, Mm. there is nothing I am doing to try to stay here in this world. Mm. Everything that I am doing is preparing me to go there into the presence of God. And as I look at the scriptures to understand, I put on this armor to walk in the victory of Christ Mm. because I belong to a completely different world system. When Jesus was before Pilate, Pilate was asking him all kinds of questions. And Jesus said, if I were a king, my my nation, my people, would fight for me. He was looking right at Pilate. He was letting him know that, that my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom was of this world, you would see warriors at the gate. And, and, and this is what I'm paraphrasing for you. They would be trying to deliver me from your hands. No, my kingdom is not from here. He told his disciples, to put away your sword. Don't you know I could call legions of angels? Just like that. He called legions of angels, and he wiped this whole country off the map. No, that's not, that's not it. Beloved, you are in the world, but not of the world. Amen. And when we get that, and accept that as a truth, we can put the armor on, and walk around in the daytime, as those who understand, I am in this world, I am not of this world. Amen. After being born again, I have been disconnected, from this world system it hates me and i hate what it does i don't hate the people Mm -hmm. i hate what they do the lifestyle that they live and believe me if you can Mm -hmm. or go test it for yourself Mm -hmm. if you live for jesus they will hate you also the bible says if they hated the green tree what will they do to the dry if they hate your master they will hate you that's just it it is connected to this message in this sense that we have to live in this world but not be connected to it. That's when the discussion about the armor comes into place. By the grace of God, let us stand together to receive this word as it's been given. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you yes. for, the, for the beginning of this conversation. We thank you for laying the foundation of understanding of the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. We thank you, Daddy God, for the understanding that he has given that victory to us, the church, the body of Christ. And that we are to look up to you knowing that we are not citizens of the earth but citizens of heaven. That our true life is hidden in Christ, in God. That we are of a different system altogether. That we are born again from above. That we are washed. the blood of the lamb that we don't think like the world or talk like the world or act like the world because you have redeemed us from the curse of the law out of this worldly system yes daddy god as we are about to understand how to put this armor on piece by piece you have settled in our minds the victory is won that jesus christ has triumphed over the devil over the enemy smashed his leadership, smash his power, smash his ability. He has no legal right or authority to us whatsoever. We belong to Jesus Christ and that is it. In every kingdom principle and rule and law, we bring into force now that whatever is loosed in heaven be loosed in our lives and whatever is bound in heaven be bound in our lives in the name of Jesus and the authority of the kingdom of God, of the name of Jesus is in us. Yes. We receive it by faith, we it, yes. and we walk in it by Hallelujah. faith, in Jesus', name. In Jesus mighty name. Find your neighbor, find your friend, put your arm around them, confirm the word of God in them, that it is true. You are delivered. Amen.